Are you hungry? Hungry as a gremlin? Here's gremlin cereal. Gremlins, gremlins, bite after bite. What a tasty way to satisfy a gremlin appetite. Gremlins is a deliciously sweet, crunchy cereal that satisfies the hungry little gremlin. That's in all of us. Gremlins, gremlins, bite after bite. What a tasty way to satisfy a gremlin appetite. Gremlin cereal is part of this complete breakfast. Gremlin, yum, yum. Hello, Katie Bug. Hello, Daddy. Today, do you want to talk about uh, a small town besieged by cuddly animals that turn into horrible reptilian monstrosities? Uh, I sure do. Well, have I got the movie for you. Here, Here we, we go. go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the Crypt. I'm adorable. Welcome to another episode of Kid from the Crypt. Sign Katie. I'm Katie and that's Daddy. I'm Daddy and that's Katie. Yeah. It's technically easy to know who's Katie Bug. Oh. Dads aren't usually named Katie Bug. Yeah, but they and can't see us. And Ladybug rhymes with Katie Bug. They can't see us. They don't know. You guys should know that my dad's a dad, so he's a man. I mean, I could be the eight-year-old girl. No. You don't think so? You sound like a man. So I don't man. look like an eight-year-old girl, but they don't know what I look like out there. Yes, they do. They look at your pictures. Remember those pictures that you put up? Oh, us? yeah. I guess, if they were following us on Twitter at Katie Crip, then I guess they would see some of our pictures. Yeah. Our pictures of us at the Polyphonic Spree Holiday Extravaganza. Wait, what? Okay. We took more pictures? Well, I took pictures I took pictures of the stage when you're <coughs> up on... Oh, Kate has uh, my cold. <coughs> I had a cold last week. If you were listening to her brother's bod- podcast at Nearly Neurotypical... You would have heard me with a cold doing all that. Now Kate has my cold that she's getting over. So if you she hear a little cough, if you hear some sniffling and you hear a bunch of coughing, uh, nothing she can do about that. Sorry, folks, it might sound a little gross with your headphones on, <laughs> but uh, we're all just gonna have to get over it, right? Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh. Okay. All right. So with that out of the way, yes. Over the weekend, we went to the Polyphonic Spree Holiday Extravaganza. And Kate went up on stage with a bunch of other kids, and I took a picture of the stage. But even as close as I was able to get with all the lights and stuff, I, I, I you, you wouldn't be able to find yourself <laughs> up there amongst everybody. But I took the picture. Oh, I could because I know where I am. Well, that's true, maybe. But I took the picture knowing that somewhere is you. And that monstrosity. Up on stage. Reindeers and Santas. Yeah, and so I, I thought yeah, that's probably pretty cool. But I also took some pictures of. Of you and me in front of the door with my glitter beard and, and you looking all cute with your yeah, hat. Yeah, his so. glitter beard looks terrible. Don't look at that picture. No, my glitter beard, I got dozens, l- literally dozens of compliments. Strangers like calling out across the lobby like, oh my god! And, oh, it's incredible. How did you do that? I n- nev- Never has has anything I've done been so successful as far as my fashion. If an 8-year-old girl sees this, she's going to laugh her head off. Who sees it? An 8-year-old girl. An 8-year-old girl? It looks so good. It just looks like I it looks like I have stars. No, it looks beard. like a rainbow. It looks really. like a rainbow puked in your beard. All I had was silver. Yeah. So how was that a rainbow? I only uh, had silver no, in my a beard. That you said a rainbow puked in my beard. No, unicorn. Well, if a unicorn pukes up silver, then by all means, drown me in unicorn in your vomit. Beard. I looked great. It'd be better if you had sprinkles. Well, I'm doing it again in the morning for the for our department, uh, White Elephant. People oh. laugh at him to prove that I'm right. They loved it. They loved it. Go to go to our Twitter at uh, Katie Crip. 
check it out. Tell us what you And think. I'll put a comment on there that says, from Katie Bug. I hate your beard. Okay. <laughs> Very sweet. But we're not we're talking too much about beards because this isn't the point of this show. This isn't the beard show. But it's beard brand. Oh bringing up our sponsor. I actually did not intend for that. Good job Ooh. on the segue. Who is our sponsor? One of our fine sp- other than Blueberry, our other fine sponsor. Beard brand. Beard brand. Beardbrand.com. Aaron. That's the only one I can Eric. remember. Eric's one Eric. of the founders and Josh is who we talk to whenever we have questions or they send us uh, some of their amazing products. Christmas is fast approaching. I cannot say that enough. Next time you hear our voices in a podcast, it may be too late. Oh, it's terrible to think about. The Christmas is going to be here, and people have not given their loved ones the gift of smooth, silky hair and, and beards. supple beards. And, and your eight-year-old girls want darling hair that can be styled in any type of fashion. I can whack people in the face when you put it in a high pony, because that's what mine can do. Hey, it's not I just put for 37-year-old men. And I push it my head around, yep. and it hits everybody. There's no better Secret Santa, white elephant, stocking stuffer than me. Than, than Kate. <laughs> Stuff her in a stocking, send her on her way. Yeah! Or you could buy some... I could factually fit in the stocking. You probably could. I bet could. I could. <laughs> or buy some beer brand uh, hair care or skincare products. And then put it on me so people can smell me. Oh, smell, well, it does smell great. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, for, it's Christmas for crying out loud. We all know men. Beerbrand.com. Now that that's done... We got a movie to talk about. What was that movie we were talking about earlier? That I was hinting at earlier. Gremlins. Mm, mm, mm. What a classic. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, there's just no stopping the the amount of classic Christmas horror movies. The amount of cuteness and ugliness in one creature. Oh, I love Gizmo. I love him so much. I actually like the Gremlins, too, because they're funny. Yeah, the Gremlins are great. This movie uh, does not disappoint on any level. Mm -mm. Yeah. In fact, this movie is so good that while we were were about halfway through it, eh, maybe not even that far, we were into it, and I thought, man, this really is a classic movie. The the visuals, the humor, the adorable, the practical effects, the puppetry of the the Mugwai Gizmo and the Gremlins. Gizmo's a puppet? Yeah, he's a puppet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a puppet. It's not a real creature. They don't exist, but it's not computer. They don't have compute. They didn't do computers for special effects. And this was a real like puppet. Why are you, so you could buy one. You could buy a toy. Oh, I thought you could actually buy one. You could buy a Pekingese. That's what it's modeled after. What is that? It's a little lap dog. It, it looks like a cuter pug with a lot of hair. My dog Gizmo was a Pekingese. But he was black and white. He wasn't brown and white. Like mm-hmm. like Gizmo in the movie. That's why I named him. I named him Gizmo from that. We need to buy a Gizmo. Adorable. Adorable dog. Oh, rest in peace, Gizmo. My dog, Gizmo. What a wonderful dog. Anyways, what was I talking about? Gizmo. Oh, the year. We're watching this movie. I'm like, it's great on so many levels. I bet this movie was made or was released in 1984. The magical year of films. And I went to IMDb on my tablet while I watched the movie. Sure enough. Christmas 1984, or for the Christmas season at least, 1984 is when this movie was released. I like, no, it had to be. It had to be 1984. Every good movie that ever came out came out in 1984. What a wonderful year to have been able to go to a theater. I was only four, so that wasn't mm. going to happen. But ah, oh, 1984. It's not inappropriate for a four-year-old. No, but it's just I didn't have any money because I was four. Why didn't Grandma take you? Because movie theaters rub the devil. Ugh. Yeah, there goes that pesky religion again. Getting in the way of my childhood. 
Yeah, so we couldn't go to the movie theaters. She says dancing is bad. Everything's bad to Grandmommy. Yeah. She just does not want to be happy. She's but, happy. Mm-hmm. She's happy to me. She's happy being unhappy. Yeah. Anyway, so Gremlins, a fantastic movie. We're covering here for Christmas on, oops, it's December month. Mm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Why don't you talk, what, what do you like best about the movie? We don't have to get too much into the movie because everybody's seen Gremlins, but let's talk about what do you think about it? Mogwai. Mogwai. Yeah, but they can't see it, so talk. They can hear that. Yeah, they can. That's like talking. They they can they can also we can also hear them turning off the podcast and going somewhere else. Meh, 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 meh. So, what do you like about the movie? Mogwai. Okay. And the dog. What's the dog's bark? Barney. Barney. Barney's the name of the dog. Yeah, I like I the dog. I just call him the dog. The dog. I like the dog. Got eaten by a frog. No, he survived, doesn't he? I know. Oh, okay. I'm just making Not everybody makes it out alive. No. The neighbors next door. Mm-mm. Well, they don't make it. They get run over by a bulldozer. A lot of people. There's a lot of carnage in this movie. Now, it's played. It's kind of played for laughs, but it's kind of horrifying to think about the next day. After the gremlins are defeated, all of the bodies <laughs> that are going to have to be cleaned up, all of the demolished homes, the cars. The Roman put them in a boat and send them away. Put them on a boat. Like a Viking funeral, like the boat on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Viking music. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I wish we had. I wish we had more Viking listeners. They might appreciate that. Hey, Viking guy from Bugle, listen to me. From where? I like your show, Bizarre Mark. Okay. The guy that plays Viking guys. Scott, I think Katie you work at a grocery stroke. market. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, it's a show on Disney Channel. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Never, but that's all right. Gremlins, though. It's a very good movie. It is a very good movie. Favorite scene? When the Mogwai comes out singing, he's like, he like oh. put his, he like sits his heads up and the dog picks at it and he's like, eh. Okay, well, I guess we need to talk a little bit about it just to give us some context of, of what we're talking about. So, the movie starts off in like... China. China, I guess, China. Which is kind of weird because it doesn't, the family seems too poor for him to go to China, but it's definitely a Chinatown if it's not in China. But he's an inventor. What's his name? Barb. His name's not Barb. <laughs> I can't think of what his name is. Of, co- of course you know I can't think of what Let's his call name. him Fruity for now. All right. He's an inventor, and he's in Chinatown. He comes across this uh, kid who's who's told him something, like, come over here, and, and I've got something. Everything's for sale. And so he's tempted. So he goes down into this little dive place with the wise old Chinese man, and and he comes across Gizmo, the Mugwai. Yeah. And he's like, i got to buy him. And he buys him. He brings him home. But there's some rules. This adorable little guy. Oh, so you remember cute. the rules? Yeah. What are the rules? Don't let him in light. That's right. Light will kill don't him. Don't put him in water. Don't, don't give him a bath even. Yeah. Don't drink. Don't let him drink water. Yeah. Water's bad. And and don't and don't feed him in midnight. Don't feed him after midnight. Well then, how long is it till you can feed him? That's the common question, but I think you're pretty safe after sunrise. Yeah. When, when the sun rises, then it resets. But after midnight, in the dark, you cannot feed him. So that's the three rules you have to live by when you're dealing with the mugwai. Great responsibility. Okay. Because mm-hmm. accidents occur. So, uh, so the inventor father guy he takes Gizmo. He brings him home. He's got a family. He has a 
late teens, early 20s, son, lives at home. Great kid. <coughs> a little shiftless, I guess. He's not living up to his potential. And he's got a wife. Wife, son, home, got a dog. And he introduces Gizmo. And, and he's the, got Gizmo. And he's got Gizmo. And what Kate's talking about is when the big reveal at the beginning of the movie. Maybe they when we finally see Gizmo. They might have a pond mackerel. They might have a what? A pond mackerel. A fish. A fish. Yeah, a they fish. could have a fish. A pond mackerel. I don't fish. know why not. Why not? We had a fish off and on. Well, we had several fishies. We had a lot of fish. But then a frog, probably to ate them. Yeah, the frog ate them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a bad purchase. Yeah. What is going on down there? Is Finn outside? Yeah. If you hear any barking, that's Colby playing with Finn outside. And Mom. Yeah, I guess she's out there too. So, yeah. So, there you go. There's that. We got a barking dog out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay, so we get Gizmo, right? Yeah. Gizmo's adorable. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. And, I mean, and he's yeah. a puppet. They, just the animatronics of the face, the, the features of the face. I and can't believe the expre- he's a puppet. I know, right? It's he looks so real. Sad. He looks real. They do such a great job. That's so sad. With this little critter. But accidents happen. Water gets spilt on him. Yeah. And that's when we find out what happens. What happens? He turns into... He has, no. like, little yeah. babies. Yeah. That pop out of his back. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're like little balls, and then they grow, and then they open up, and they're all slimy. Yeah. It takes, like, a minute. He pops out, like, five of these little things, and they become more little gizmos. But but they're not as nice. No. No. Uh, the teen's friend, he sticks his finger up to it, and then it snips him. Yeah, played by Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman plays his friend, which is a... It's a weird dynamic, because this kid, uh, our main character, works at a bank. He's a bank clerk. And he hangs out at the bar. His his uh, Phoebe Cates is a co-worker. She, she's a sweetheart of his, and she yeah, works so at this bar. He has, he, his friend is like 11. He hangs out at this bar, and the guy he hangs out with, Judge Reinhold, is 23. He says he's 23, and he's already climbing the corporate ladder. Because he's like, why don't you be more like me? He's got to be, in, he's got to be at least over 18. He's in a bar. But he's hanging out with Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman is hanging out at his house reading comic books in his bedroom. Corey Feldman, yeah, is like 12, 11 years old. That's a weird relationship. Mm-hmm. I wonder why well, Corey Feldman so messed up. I have a friend named Paisley, and she's four. Yeah, but you're eight. And I have a friend, Kylie Cage, she's two. Well, you don't really have a friend. It's, it's not like she's out hang, hanging out. She's a baby, and she's just around. Daddy's fussy. Well, it's, you're, you're not like friend, Like, oh, what a sweet... But you're not friends. You guys aren't going to go to the movies together or something. She's two. There's Maybe just a big age difference. Maybe she older. Maybe, but I doubt it. As you get older, that age, that six-year age difference between you will widen. It will widen dramatically. And then they'll get to be a time when you're both adults. That, that age difference won't matter anymore. But yeah. it, it will get worse before it gets better. That's why I don't understand how this relationship works. And I don't under, I don't know how old... Our main character. God, I wish I knew his name. I wish I had a tablet up here. I'd look it up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I rely on you. How do you not know anybody's name? Well, let's just call him Dee Dee. D- I'm not calling Frodo him, and Dee Dee. I'm not calling it. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not Todd. calling him Dee Dee. Todd. Todd. Okay, we'll talk. Well, Todd. All right, Todd. Frodo and Todd. So now Todd's got to deal with like six Mugwais, and Gizmo knows what's up. And this is what's interesting. And this is also how good the effects are. As when the gremlins, when the when the other mugwai like form and they're making little sounds and they're interacting with one another, 
Gizmo is off to the side and he's shaking his head. He looks forlorn and he is shaking his head because Gizmo knows what has just happened and he knows what's in store. He knows that bad things are to come and he is saddened by it, which makes me think that, you know, I mean, this has happened before. I want to know this story of what's happened before. Why does Gizmo have this reaction? Well, That's he's a story him, I'm... so he probably knows what's going to happen. I, I want to see that. I want to see what's happened before to give Gizmo this insight. How did he become the last? Why is Gizmo always the last? He has to see like his race pretty much wiped out every time there's an event. And how does Gizmo not get wiped out with him? How come somebody just doesn't say, you know what? This menace I'm doing away with. I'm killing them all. Gizmo that... is the sole survivor. Because that one's nice. He is nice, but for the sake of the greater good, you might think, you know, break his neck. <laughs> the look on your face. I'm just saying, you know, just feed him some hamburger meat and antifreeze and he'll just die. He'll just die or something. He's, he's the last survivor of a dying race. It's very sad. But this look he has when they're, after they've just grown. The look I had. It's very, very sad. I want to know that story, but anyways, I'm not going to know it. But, Probably doesn't want Todd to get hurt. Probably doesn't want, well, no, he doesn't want Todd to get hurt. And Gizmo is so sweet. Oh, he sings. Whenever you press the, you can go like, beep, on a keyboard, and then you go, Yeah. It's so cute, and he has, he's kind of like the Minions before the Minions. Because he sort of knows like a a kind of pigeony English. The and minions he, before the minions were like little fish with eyeballs and tails. Well, I'm talking about, you know, like the minions, they just sort of speak a gibberish that you kind of understand little bit. They're speaking bits. Spanish. They're speaking a bunch of different language, all mixed together, which turns into a gibberish. But I can understand Spanish. But that's what makes them like cute, like the way they talk and stuff. Like you can pick up what they're saying, but it, it doesn't make any sense. But it's cute. And that's exactly how Gizmo is. He, he says little words, and then it's like little grunts and howls and little chirps. It's cute. Yeah. I don't want to he's say just I, adorable. I, he's just adorable. So when we get into a little bit more. I, I want to talk about some of the darker things. Because this is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. doesn't happen on Christmas, but it happens around the Christmas season. It's a very dark movie, though. <laughs> it gets associated a lot with a lot of kids stuff, but it's entangled some. You're starting to yawn. It's getting late. A little late for you. My <laughs> Katie bug getting tuckered out. Aww. Yeah. Can't feed you after midnight. Yeah. I gotta cook hamburgers when we're done here. Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting we're getting a little bit awful. One of the things I want to talk about with this movie, one of the things I like so much about it is this movie's got a lot of layers. It could be a straight up horror movie, but it's not. It could be a goofy family friendly movie, but it's not. No. Yeah. It it plays it straight. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a set of rules. And Phoebe Kate's character brings a lot of depression to the movie. Where she's talking about like suicide around Christmas. She's like, while other people are opening presents, some people are opening their wrists. And then she said that. And your mom and I danced this. And we're just like, Jesus Christ, kid. <laughs> PBK's like, that is some dark thinking while you're out on a walk around Christmas. People are killing themselves. Oh, this movie's got some darkness to it. Which... Oh, no, I don't even mean by opening your wrists. Yeah, I'm talking about slitting her wrists and bleeding to death. Yeah. That's a heavy thought because this movie, when I was a kid, these commercials were all over the place. This movie was heavily marketed to children, the toys and, and that sort of thing, all the little uh, merchandising trinkets. I remember for Christmas, uh, they had a, they had a Gizmo doll. It was like, bring Gizmo home to your house. And 
I remember that commercial. I wanted it. So I'd never even seen the movie because I couldn't go to movies. But all I knew, he was so adorable. And Gremlins was everywhere. I wanted it so badly. Never got it. Well, I still don't have it. I don't have it yet. Well, I sort of got a real life gizmo with the dog. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. Oh, no, I'm talking about the critter. I wanted to bring Gizmo home. Yeah, I don't think they have those anymore. No, they don't. There was like a 25th anniversary. I remember they sort of brought back some of the merchandise, but... They <coughs> <coughs> got me coughing now. <coughs> we had a cough show. Oh, we were coughing bad. We'll probably just wrap this thing up. <coughs> we got to get over this. Uh, so, what, what do, you, do you think... Oh, we've done a terrible job of reviewing this movie, but... It's Gremlins. This is not undiscovered territory here, folks. Everybody's seen Gremlins. Everybody. One might think we're picking low-hanging fruit, okay? But that's not true. I have to. I'm so small. <laughs> I have to climb on my our, our last week of Oops is December, we're doing Gremlins 2, which I think it's overlooked. Oh, I thought we were doing Krampus. We're doing Krampus next week. The week after that, our final oh. week, we're doing Gremlins 2. So we couldn't do... Gremlins is pretty bad. Everybody's doing these. There's a hundred horror movie podcasts out there, and they're all tackling Gremlins at some point this month. But we want to do Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 gets overlooked a lot, and it is still very good. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard. We don't want to do Gremlins 2 without doing Gremlins 1. Let's do Gremlins 1, then move into Gremlins 2. So one might think lying for it, but we have an overall purpose to it. I think this is a great movie for kids. Mm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that that's your... Yeah. There you go, straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's 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 scary, a little bit for a kid, but there's so much humor even in the in the monsters in the gremlins. It's like a comedy too. Steven Spielberg like produced it. Uh, Chris Chris Columbus of uh, Home Alone fame and Harry Potter fame. He and and also Rent. uh, He wrote it. Wrote there's the script, so there's, there's like one movie theater scene wherever they're in the theater and they're watching Snow White, and then they're singing "Hi Ho," except for they're going "Ah <laughs> Yeah, they knew exactly where their money lied in this movie in the merchandising the kids. <laughs> they made it. The Gremlins are very, very funny. And the film went off, and and um, Peter was his name. Peter? Oh, okay. Peter. Well, well Peter done, but... and Phoebe. Yeah, that's a real we're, name. I don't know what the character's are. behind oh. her. Fast Times Richmond High. Ugh. We're behind the screen, so it showed big them. Yeah. And then it showed all the gremlins running towards them on the screen. Yeah. And while they were running, it was funny. They were kind of like all like arms <laughs> up and like, yeah. yeah. And then there's like the bar scene where they've taken over the bar. Mm-hmm. And they're, it, there's a montage of all the crazy stuff. One of stuff them wears doing. a wig. <laughs> yeah, some of, them, some of them dress up as ladies and some of them dress up as like detective. It's just a lot of fun. Kids are really going to enjoy One it. One of them um, has two puppets and it's like... Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. People, people. I'm going to have to do that again. <laughs> oh, I'm lightheaded doing that. Oh, my, my throat. I still haven't gotten over that yet. Ah, it's funny. It's a lot of... There's funniness to it. There's a, It's adorable. It's heartwarming. Uh, it's it's Christmas too. This is this is a staple for us. We watch Christmas. We watch all scary movies through October, mm-hmm. and when it comes to Christmas, we also watch scary movies. We just happen to watch Christmas themed scary movies. So this is a this is a solid winner for kids. This would this would even be a great first scary movie for kids, especially this time of the year. You cannot go wrong, and it's 
and it's on Netflix. I've got two different DVDs of this movie, but we watched on Netflix. So it's free. It's streaming right now. Watch it with your kids. Make some popcorn. Make some hot chocolate. You're good to go. Why don't they have number two on there? I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. I haven't looked. I don't think so. I don't think they do either. The first one's a real class. I said, two gets overlooked a lot, but it's still very good. It's not horror. It doesn't have any horror roots. So it's a lot more family friendly. Uh, a lot more slapsticky. But it is still it is still good. So we'll cover it at the end. But next week, what are we covering? Quimps. That's right. Ooh, that is. That's a favorite around this house. We're going to get yeah. a lot darker. Well, yeah, we're, we're getting a lot darker than Gremlins. You're going to be afraid of that teddy bear <clears throat> if you ever watch it. Yeah, we're going into Krampus. That's a, that's a, that's a step above. We're, we're going up a couple levels in the horror movie Game of Life. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So, everybody out there, stay tuned next week. All, all the usual stuff. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Katie Crip. Facebook, Katie from the Crip. Can you guys please give me a comment? Oh, she sounds so sad. I so sad. <laughs> you poor thing. I need that too. Oh, yeah. Leave a comment for Katie Buck. Talk about yeah. how cute she sounds. Yay. Yeah. Or anything about me. And uh, we just got a new episode out of her brother Colby's podcast, Nearly Neurotypical. This one, um, we usually talk about we talk about like feelings and making friends and stuff from kind of a, a perspective through autism. But we ditched all that for this episode. We're just talking Rambo. Colby saw the first two Rambos. Rambo. Fell in love with them. We're, it's just all. It's all, well. It's almost all Rambo. There's some Ghostbusters mixed in too. What? <clears throat> 1984, man. But uh, let's do it for some Rambo. I think you'll enjoy. It. You'll get a kick out of uh, his show as well. So I guess that's it for tonight. Yeah. I gotta go grill some hamburgers. Let's gotta go grill some hamburgers. All right. I gotta go grill some hamburgers. Make some dinner for everybody. So. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for growing it. Yeah. Uh, I say it all the time, but it, I, I look. I look at all the, the countries that we're downloaded to, and it just it warms my heart. You guys really enjoy I it. I love you, fans. <laughs> you guys are great. Out, and gals, y'all are great out there. Yeah. So, until next week. Kids in my class, start listening to me, especially you, Damaris. Okay, Damaris, you heard her. Listen, and until then, I guess stay... Stay scary. Stay scary. Mm-hmm.